Hello and welcome to another edition of the Formula One Fans UK podcast. I'm Reese, and I'm joined today by Chris, Danny. How are we doing today, guys? Good, good. Celebrating. Very good. Very good. Good weekend. Great weekend. Great race weekend. Celebrating the result or celebrating staying awake through the race? Both. Both. I had my brother. Just happy we have a race. I had my brother here. He kept me awake. It was a. Uh, it wasn't as exciting as the last uh, the last two races, but you know, can't can't have great races every week. I've got to be uh, honest. I could watch those cars going around that track all day. I think that track's fantastic. If you think today was bad, wait till next week. And the, <laughs> <laughs> and the race after that. We got, uh, got a double whammy show because we'll be uh, reviewing the Portuguese Grand Prix and then previewing the Spanish Grand Prix, which is not uh, a procession. Um, yeah. uh, Formula was talking about Spain. It, you know, Spain can cough, uh, cough up some good races. Um, any track can in the right conditions. And this one was okay. But for me, all the overtakes felt a bit too DRS-y. I don't think it's, there's any other way of doing it. To be honest, it's a very fast-flowing track, and there's tracks that are coming in the future that are going to be very similar to the likes of Vietnam, if that ever appears. Miami, Miami, Miami. Yeah, the street circuit in it's, Saudi Arabia. Yeah, they're all very, very fast-flowing, with maybe one or two heavy stops. Um, the RS is going to be essential. But maybe with next year with the new rule changes and ground effect, that might change. Yeah, hopefully ground effect will fix it. Mm-hmm. It was, it was the, uh, the overtakes, some were decent enough. I think the first few ones you saw, you were like, oh, it's brilliant. I think Hamilton going around the out, uh, outside of Verstappen and going around the outside of Bottas going into the corner, I thought, oh, it's great. And then as the race went on, you realised that people were defending the inside line to control the apex of the corner because the closing speed was so great with the headwinds and the DRS um, they were getting past before um, before they even had a chance to defend and cars were just sweeping around the outside Yes, to a degree but at the start, Max didn't get past Lewis and Lewis didn't get straight past Valtteri and it all took a while Mm. before those three sort of muddled themselves around a bit. Yeah. 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 Turn. I I do like that turn. Um, Just come off that long straight. If you do decide to defend in the inside, like a lot of drivers, some drivers did today, and it it cost them a little bit um, because you're able to get the really fast outside line in that section. Um, So um, it's, um, I don't, I like that. I like that turn. Turn one, I do like that part. I think the only way you could change that from being a DRS overtake to a standard is by slowing down the exit of the final turn, booting a chicane in before they come onto the pit strip. That's the only way you're going to change that first corner and do a proper overtake and not a DRS. I don't think that's an issue because you look at tracks like China, you've got that sweep, uh, sweeping corner for a long straight. And as long, I think as long as the cars can follow through that sweeping section, you're fine. But a lot of times you saw, well, you saw with Max, he he, uh, he was overtaken by Lewis because he lost 
that little bit of grip in the dirty air, which compromised him through the sweeping corner, and allowed Lewis to close up on him. Yeah, yeah. Turn thirteen. Turn thirteen is where uh, Max made his mistake. Yeah, right? he made it quite early. Yeah, because mm. he he had done it before the DRS marker, and then he went mm. into it because you didn't get DRS on Valtteri. That's why Lewis got him. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, he was an entertaining race. It wasn't the best race in the world. It was an essential race to win for either Valtteri or, or sorry, not Valtteri, for either Max or Lewis to keep their credentials going forward. So as a Lewis fan coming out of it, I'm happy. Yeah, I mean, I'm the same mindset being a Lewis fan, but uh, I mean, and it was battling at the front. It's what you want to see. Um, yeah, I think the, these new rule changes with the ground effect hopefully will fix all these issues and we'll get some better racing. Because I don't want to see, I don't want to see every overtake. I think every overtake today, apart from Mick Schumacher's one with the Tifi, was done into that DRS zone. My major yeah. issue is is Valtteri Bottas or Bottas, whatever we're calling him now. <laughs> Bottas. Um, <laughs> that man cannot do a decent job in that Mercedes. He can't defend. Sunday League pub teams defend better than Valtteri Bottas does into a corner. <laughs> But everyone says, yeah. everyone says, when when Lewis wins something, everyone says it's the car. It's always the car. You wouldn't be able to do it if you weren't in the car. But Valtteri's in the exact same car, and he can't do it. Yeah. I, so I made that comment on our on Discord earlier that, uh, yeah, it's um, it's time to replace him. It, I, I think he's lost confidence. You've got your boss calling you out twice to hurry your ass up <laughs> You don't. It's uh, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Yeah, he's being told to get a move on two races in a row now. Uh, you don't you don't hear that. I don't think I hear it for any other driver on the grid. Didn't hear from Bonotto. You don't hear it from Zach Brown. Yeah, but let's be honest. Bonotto can't really expect much from those cars. <laughs> <laughs> Zach Brown is getting more than what he expected. They look good this season. They look okay this season, even not good, but okay. They're not going to win this unless there's no. circumstances. No, they're not going to win a race, even as circumstances. There's teams like McLaren who who can who can pick up the pieces. And we have just got ourselves a cease and desist from Ferrari again every <laughs> week. It's okay. No. It's okay. What they do is they get the uh, strategist for the second car to file it, and that way we'll never get to us. Yeah. <laughs> He pitted in lap 20. Carlos pits in lap 20 for mediums. Yeah, he pits on lap 20 for medium <laughs> with from soft tyres. And Peretti, before the race, said that the hard tyre should be able to go 50 laps. I know Perez did 52 on the uh, on the mediums, but that's Perez, who's exceptional on the tyres. Um, and then you got Carlos, who is a great driver, but he's not going to make a set of soft tyres last 46, uh, sorry, medium tyres last 46 laps. No, and Perez benefited uh, from having clean air after he over overtook Norris. Uh, he did have clean air. I know he was like what nine seconds behind Verstappen yeah. at that point. And then when they all pit, they all uh, all had to pit. He still had clean air when he was up at uh, up in the lead. So he was able to preserve his tires a long ways, especially those medium. And that's a, you know that's one something we can't forget that the circumstances that he had there. Yeah, I still, it, 
I feel have fell a bit short on Red Bull though with how they treated Perez. I think they they should have sort of seen because of course I know they had him out to try and hold Lewis up, but Perez didn't make a mistake when getting overtaken by Lewis. He he um he just got breezed past because his tyres were so old and worn he couldn't get the power down out of turn thirteen, and then through fourteen fifteen out of the pit straight he's got no he's not got the traction Lewis has and just it's an easy overtake and he was never going to hold him up. So they really should have cut their losses when they saw that was happening and given him a good run, the soft tyre, to try and close up on Valtteri. I did laugh, though, when Lewis came on and asked for blue flags. <laughs> I think by the time they even would have reached for a blue flag, if it was applicable, he would have been past him anyway. <laughs> he, thought it was Al- he thought it was Albon. He just thought it was a second row. Oh, uh, yeah, blue flag, surely. Speaking of boot flags, I mean Perez when he does get when he does get in his career, he knows what he's doing. When he's in the lead trying to lap Mazepin. What the heck? And they give him a five second time penalty. What's that, that gonna is, that, oh, uh, minute of seconds behind Latifi rather than the minute behind Latifi? I couldn't uh, that was just <laughs> the mind boggles is the phrase we use over here. It's yeah. it's it's Oh my God! What? Oh. <laughs> Chris has gone bye bye. Five seconds. Oh, what, what, does, what does a five second penalty teach him? No, I said pe- he'll no, get points to his license. I assume that's the only thing. He didn't get points to his license. So. No, you, you, I think every time he comes with like points. No, it's got to go to the stewards. They have points. If it's a five-second penalty on track, that's it. I'm sure. I'm sure we'll have to look into it after the. A few drivers would be on wristbands if it was like that. No, but you get five-second time penalties for um, like driving infringements like that. You you do usually get them. That was a driver infringement, right? Was that for ignoring blue flags? Yeah, Yeah. driver standards. You would get the points for. It's a safety issue. Yeah. Ignoring blue flags isn't a safety issue. It's a common courtesy issue. Because it wasn't like it wasn't like he with Perez. It was like Perez was on the inside of him. Blue flags are there, and he he just turned in him. Perez had to lock up to uh, to avoid him. I think if he had if he had hit him, then he would have got points possibly on his license. Oh god! I I don't think Ocon got points when. He collided with Verstappen, but that was different because Ockham was the faster car. That has is being driven by Mazepin. It's not faster than anything. Although, has worth fasting tonight this weekend because Mick Schumacher didn't finish second <laughs> to last of the runners. He finished third to last of the runners. I think that was the thing I celebrated the most in the race was Schumacher getting past the TV. This. That overtake, if that's the overtake of the race, uh, pretty bad race. No, no. Only but no, it was great. And one section. It was, it was a good move. What, what happened move. to Williams this weekend? No race pace. From um, such a promising Saturday. Even Friday. A great car over one lap and then no race pace. So, two, uh, two races time. Monaco, we could see something. Maybe, yeah. Uh, in the form of a Trudy train, I'm sure. But if George can put a car in P11 or P12, only, well, Monaco's unforgiving with barriers. All it takes is a, a mistake from someone ahead. Massive. <laughs> He'll already be behind. No good. He'll be behind him, yeah. 
<laughs> Although, could you imagine Mazepin? How have we struggled to get out of the way with blue flags on a track as wide as Portimao? Mazepin wipes out the leaders while they're trying to lap them because he ignored the blue flags and have not had any penalty <laughs> points before. And Vettel wins Monaco. <laughs> Let's be honest, I can't get around the lap of it on the F1 game without crashing twice. <laughs> No, uh, I usually need to try every lap. You've got a Fantech wheel. Um, so oh, I wouldn't use the Fantech wheel on it. Not a chance. A force feedback. <laughs> it's not my yeah, I use the controller. Try using your controller on Monaco. I do. But there's no way I could do it with that Fantech wheel. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get back onto the race? <laughs> <laughs> we'll get back onto the race and... Um, I mean, yeah, there wasn't, I'm trying to think if there was any more interesting points in the race. Um, Ricardo moving up. Um, what, seventh spot? Guy, you mean the guy who's in the identical car to the car that finished highest, if not the red? That's what we can talk about. How good Lando Norris has been this season. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> There's a fourth and fifth result, right? He's, got, he's had a fourth place, a third place, and a fifth place this season. Yeah. Uh, um, Excellent. Excellent. He's been brilliant. Be replacing yeah. Buddy Coleman very shortly. He is the best of the rest. Valtteri. Yeah, he has put that car as high as it's possible to put it. And he is out racing Ferrari's Wonder Boy, Leclerc. Wonder Boy. He's holding him back. And he's out racing the driver who should be Ferrari's Wonder Boy in signs. Can you imagine the, the messages that are going back, back and forth between him and signs? <laughs> Told you so, told you so. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So yeah, Ricardo was one of the bigger gainers of the race. You he said something earlier. Seventh position. But he should have been. When you think yeah. after terrible qualifying he had, that car should never have not made Q3. Yeah. It's very curious about qualifying. He's just not getting to grips with it. But, but, but here's a question. At one point, do they, does that excuse has to stop? Where the drivers keep saying, I'm not used to this car. Perez says that a lot. Daniel says that a little bit as well. At what point is it, okay, these guys are veterans, but veteran you, drivers. You know, they used to give, a they would say a driver would take a season to make a car his own. Yeah. We touched on it last week about how um, no driver in a new team has beaten their teammate. Mm. Who's uh, who's like, stayed in the car, with the exception, of course, of Gasly retiring in Bahrain, Sonoda, of course, finishing. Until well, of course, that's that was the case until today because Vettel beat Stroll. Well, that was Twelve place. Twelve place. Yeah, finished twelve place. Oh, that's how can I mean? It's a very, it's a very thing from. Um, from Aston Martin, we're putting upgrades on a car and somehow making it slower. <laughs> yeah, I think Vettel drove out of his skin today for a reason because he had a point to prove. The finish ahead of Stroll, and I was disappointed with Stroll. I think that once again, it was an, it's a race where the highest finishing Aston Martin got the most that the car could possibly deliver. Possibly his car, but Stroll's car should have delivered more. Yeah, well, on paper, maybe, but obviously those upgrades don't work. Well, they were working during free practice. Mm. 
You can tell it was a good race because we're, the conversation is just flowing. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything more to talk about? In Alpine. Uh, what about them? What was amazing was the one week that you, Danny, brought out take Alpine. Alpine as a star before when they, they showed up. Um, yeah. That was good racing from O'Connor to be uh, in lap one and was overtaken by Norris later in the lap. One of the few overtakes in a different part of the, the racetrack other than turn one was uh, Norris outside turn nine, ten. That, yeah, that was a really good move. Yeah. And Alonso looked brilliant on the hard tyres. Shall we, uh, we bring up some winners and losers of the race? Right. Yeah. Chris, who, were you, who was your winner of the race? My winner of the race was the winner of the race. <laughs> so Lewis was outstanding today. He overtook Verstappen. He overtook Bottas. And I think to do that, yes, DRS assisted, but to do that on any race, to take, you know, to go past your championship contenders is a hell of a thing to do. Um, loser is Valtteri because he got overtaken by Lewis and he got overtaken by Max. And he, he just, he was lucky to get the fastest lap at the end. He did get the, he did get the fastest lap. Only because... Oh, Max fell off yeah. the circuit as per usual. Yeah, yeah. Max would stay. I don't think Max had to run wide there. I think he would have got it if he did stay on the track. And he didn't know about it until he went up to the to the stage interview with uh, Duresta. That's <laughs> when he found out about the penalty. And... But did you not? Did you not look at his face? His his face didn't change. Oh, he yeah. he knew exactly that he. he it was done. close though. I rewatched. I was watching it. It is really close. I, it's close, but it was obvious enough. I was yeah. sitting with my brother watching it, and I I called it as soon as it went, as soon as he done it. So he just gone yeah. off turn fourteen. Mm-hmm. I think Brundle did too. Didn't Brundle call it on the Brundle call called it? Yeah, Brundle called it. Yeah. Who was your winner and loser of the week, Danny? Winner, winner, winner. Chicken dinner is Hamilton. Hamilton. He. He won this race. He had to do something special. I, I picked him. Uh, I know it's an easy pick. Uh, last week, I picked him as my star performer, and he came through. He had to come up with something special. Um, and, yeah, he did. Great over. You know, even though he was overtaken, he was patient, very patient, took his time, overtook Max, then was patient again, waited a little more, and then passed Valtteri for the lead. So just a just – a, Patient championship drive. Just another one to those 90, uh, 96 other wins that he has. If you want to bring up the fact that you picked him last week, I'm going to bring up the fact that I picked first, second, and third last week. You did? Yes, I did. But it... <laughs> And I would have a hallelujah sound effect if anybody cared. <laughs> I'm going to get one of those memes made up for time of time. <laughs> It is the it is the most common uh, trio now. Yeah, but you've got to get history. them in the right order. Oh, congratulations! You, you you had a one in you had what a one in three chance of getting it right. Mm-hmm. One, one, in nine, one in five chance. One in five. I don't know. But I, I'm not I'm not going to do quick maths on a podcast because did, I make myself look like a tit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you but did, you know I had the confidence at least to say that the, the Mercedes <laughs> clear the Red Bulls. <laughs> Give me some credit, you know. None of you said it. <laughs> That's true. Um, 
Somebody <laughs> mentioned the Boras, or the, that 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 Lando would be on the podium. Yeah, it wasn't far off of how slow Bottas was in relation to Lewis and Bottas. I did say Boras, uh, not Boras, Lando. I did say that Lando would be fourth, so I got that one wrong by one. If I had to choose a loser, I'm gonna I'm gonna be upset at Perez at this race. Um, overtake by Norris, it, it kind of compromised the rest of his race, but he, he needs to get it together. He, he has potential to, to jump Valtteri. He should be the, in third place right now. Was and it Norris or was it Sainz that got him? Norris in the beginning. Was well, it? I know Sainz got him off the line. What, did he get yeah. done by both of them? Yeah. He, um, and the, I think in the safety car restart, he was overtaken by Norris. Because he went on uh, and complained on the radio. That Norris had overtaken him outside the track limit, and that wasn't the case, and it held him back a bit. Yes, yeah, I remember that. He did. He did run a great stint on those mediums, which is amazing. Um, but you know, he, he, he Rebel could have been higher up in points today. He could have had at least a third. He was so slow in comparison of what of what Lewis was doing. By the time he got to the end of that stint, I was almost pointless having him out. Mm-hmm. Um. My winner, trying to say something different, I, I'm i going to go for Alonso because there's been a lot of doubt about Alonso if he was um, if he's back now just to make up the numbers or if he's got any any talent left or if, if that's all gone away in his hiatus. But on those hard tyres, he, he looked the business. Yeah. 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 Loser. Good race by him. Good race. Loser, loser, I'm going to go for two. One is Williams because George qualified exceptionally and just fell away and they had no race pace. And their race pace was highlighted by the fact that Latifi got beaten by a Haas and no one should get beaten by a Haas this season in a dry race. That shouldn't happen. That's a car that's had no work done to it. That's like we've done the bare minimum to turn up and somehow we've beaten someone. Um, and don't take anything away from Mick Strumacher who drove brilliantly, but that should never have happened to Williams. And my second loser is Pirelli because they got the tyres wrong this weekend. They should have gone for a softer compound because they called mm-hmm. the hard tyres that that will last 50 laps and Perez did 52 on the mediums. Uh, to defend Pirelli a little bit there, um, they had to make that decision on tyres some time ago and they've only run that circuit once in an F1 car. When mm-hmm. it was a uh, um, wet to dry race at a different time of year, so I, I put a little bit of defence into Pirelli on that one. That's fair. I just I just feel like you're done. I, I, if we race the next season. You got to go soft. You got to go a step softer on the compounds. Yeah, yeah. I think definitely to, agree. To be fair, I think well, it's, a, it's a whole new game next year, isn't it, with the attention wheels? But. Um, they shouldn't be. They should have sets of all the tires with them, and and teams should be given credit to buy tires. This is, you know, we could have had a, a race today. I know we've, oh, I know we've complained before about super softs and ultra softs and and super hards and and, and all that there. But at the end of the day, it worked. Fair enough, you couldn't keep track half the time of who was on what, but it worked. Let the teams run the tyres they want to run. If they decide they want to have ultra softs and they screw it up, then 
so be it, it's on their heads. Today could have been avoided. You know, so, you know, you know it wasn't the greatest race because we're sitting here and we're struggling with something to say about it. Uh, I see what you're saying. You're letting them have that freedom of choice out of all five compounds, but you just know that that way teams would go and run the hardest compound and guarantee themselves a one-stop race. Not if they can't turn that that tire on. Yeah, but they would run them all in practice and find that out. I well, like the idea. Unless, uh, like, like, unless you're a team and come in eight weeks ago and say, I want this tire for this race, these tires for this race. Yeah, but they're not doing that. The The way Pirelli's allocating the tires is they, they already have chosen throughout the year, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. And they're already, they're like, you're going to have two hards, three mediums, and the rest sauce. Yeah, Pirelli yeah, are just are dictating. Yeah. What those are, whether it's going to be A, B, and C, B, C, and D, or D, E, and then there's C, D, and E. Yeah, they just have to do, they just have to evaluate better what tires are going to be needed. And um, they, they, they made a big mistake this race where they chose hard, too hard of a tire across the, across all compounds. They're just too hard. I think you said something interesting earlier, Danny. What's that? Whenever you went on about Perez coming in to get the tires for the fastest lap. Yeah. That Mercedes took a risk by bringing in Valtteri to take it. Yeah, because that then released Max to, to do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, that was really season, interesting. This season's gonna be so tight. They're they're expecting it to be a very tight season. Every point will count, as we see. Lewis is only up ahead in the championship by one point. Um, right. Yeah, it's that only after like eight, eight points. Now. Eight points now, yeah. But now, yeah, now it's more. But it, it's just it's going to be that tight throughout the rest of the season. Then. And why give Max the opportunity to pull in a fastest lap, to go in and get those fresh tires, fresh softs at the end of the race, and get the fastest point, you know, fastest lap point? I just don't don't run the risk. Don't run that risk. With Verstappen as well, they 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 had brought him in at a point where Lewis effectively couldn't do it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, if in a lap later, then it would have worked. They would have. They made Max wouldn't have been able to uh, to come in. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Just in, a, in, a, in a season that is, that's going to be so tight, hindsight is twenty twenty. But um, oh wait, I do have something else to say. Something that I, I probably mentioned, but you guys saw uh, Kavia Kavia was uh, uh, handling the interviews uh, afterwards, post race interviews with Will Buxton. Kavia was up there. Maybe you're um, on American TV. Uh, well, I had Kavia up on there. So the Americans had a and Russian. He was, really, he was hilarious. He was hilarious. I just want to get, uh, mention that that he was he was really funny uh, in his interviews. You Americans are really doing a Russian thing at the minute, aren't you? I, it's so weird. I, I knew that someone was going to say something about the USA and Russian. Russian no, flags no. in your car. I got to give me out. I got to give him credit. I have to give Kavir credit. He had, he had a real good interaction with. You're giving him uh, credit. No. <laughs> Really so with the guy who was his teammate last season. Well done. Congratulations. You're not having No, but he was, he was really good. Uh, he's got U-boats outside the Pentagon. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> we'll move on to pre previewing the Spanish Grand Prix with some, uh, just some the usual predictions. Uh, Chris has been tapping his watch at me, oh, his wrist at me, because he wants to watch Line of Duty. So, I'm going to fly for the sponsorship <laughs> very quickly by saying that this week's episode is once again sponsored by Apex Tracks, 3D printed track wall art. 
Uh, to get your choice of 3D printed track wall art, visit apextracks.com. That's A-P-E-X-T-R-A-X-S.com. And they've got everything on there, all the current tracks in the calendar, plus lots more. And with that, because Chris wants to watch Line of Duty, let's move on to the... I'm just saying, slow now to wind you up. The predictions. Um, <laughs> i just say one thing on our sponsor. If you keep an yeah. eye pinned to our page this week, our first winner, Danny, will be putting up a picture of himself with his first prize that was drawn last week. Well done, Matty, and we look forward to seeing that. Matty, not Danny. Not that, yes. You're talking to Danny and Reese. Matty won the competition. <laughs> My mind is elsewhere now. I want to know who, who H is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, Chris, uh, who's your um, who's your driver for pole position? Max. Yeah. Um, Danny? Yeah. Hamilton. Hamilton gets 100th pole in Spain. Oh, yeah, the Alonso fans would love that. Uh, I'm going to go for Max as well. I think the Raider Red Bull studied circuit. Yeah, it's not too power. It's not too power dependent, despite the fact it's got a lot of the time spent on full throttle. You're, you're leaning on the air a lot more. And there's um, a lot of torque demand, which I think the Red Bull is better at. Uh, podium, Chris? Max, Lewis, Lando. Why'd everybody go quiet? <laughs> we're all going to say Bottas and then yeah. the Messiah when you get it right again uh, <laughs> yeah. um, oh, you guys are not going to like this it's going to be Hamilton Verstappen and Bottas Ham for Bot why would like that bot. I'm a Hamilton fan yeah no you're happy with, you're happy with that but not, uh, I just don't the think part. the track's going to shoot the car yeah um, is this going to be another race where, where Max just sticks there you know just stays get to go. close I'm going to go Max Lewis Perez just because it's a Red Bull suited track and Perez has got better each week and Valtteri just doesn't do it for me this season. Um, Chris, star performer. I'm go expecting on. good things out of George Russell next week. Yeah. Danny? Uh, star performer. I'm hoping star performer is Sainz being in his hometown race, his home race. No, it's hometown. He's from Real. He's from what Madrid. Obviously, he's not uh, yeah, Barcelona. Not Barcelona. Yeah. Yeah. Don't get them mixed up, especially with football. Uh, I will go for my star performer as I gave him the Spanish route as well, but I'm going to go for Alonso. Um, Kiss ass. <laughs> what? Kiss ass. One of the Spanish race. Let's butter up the Spanish fans. Well, we've already get the Italians so that make the Spanish on side. <laughs> Carry on. Well, it's, it's a lot. I think it'll be a long time. I think you look good this week. And well, I can carry that on. It's back to back. It's not like he's going to get forget with his old age between the races. Um, I think a winner next week is going to be the sport, possibly. Because we have spent so many years doing pre season testing at that circuit. And this year we haven't done it, and there's obviously been a, a change to the cars that it's affected them dramatically. So we, we could see something interesting next week. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, me too. It's nice having a bit of an unknown. I know it's usually a gap between 
uh, pre-season, quite a big gap between pre-season and the race in Barcelona, one being February, one being in uh, May, but yeah, we've got we're completely unknown this week. Well, when you think about it, the first major update package usually comes in in Barcelona. Yeah, but this season they've been racing in Europe a lot sooner. That's what I mean. That's what I'm saying. The things that usually happen in Barcelona aren't happening in Barcelona this year. Oh, yeah. So we're in for something to possibly in for something different. And with uh, with a hope of something different uh, this week, and hopefully <laughs> hopefully a somewhat lively race, maybe some rain, that'd be nice, um, we'll bring this podcast to an end. Um, thank you very much for listening. If you enjoy the podcast, tell your friends about it. Um, it's great to grow the audience and um, we hope that way uh, we'll be able to give back more to you uh, you can find us on socials uh, Facebook with Formula 1 Fans UK Twitter and Instagram we are at Formula 1 Fans UK uh, there'll be a link in the description of the podcast where you'll be able to uh, find all our socials as well as our shop where we've got a sale this week just uh, celebrating the first back to back race of the season so if you use the code back to back on checkout uh, you'll get 15% off. Uh, that's with the number two. So it's B-A-C-K, two, B-A-C-K. Um, you also join us on Discord for the race chats. It's, uh, we've got a great group going on in there. It's a very lively chat. Got some uh, interesting emojis, shall we say. Um, but until next time, thank you very much for listening. Uh, goodbye. Cheerio, guys. Goodbye. See ya. Rescue me. Vamos! <laughs> <laughs>